Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Market Shapers. And as you can see, we are in an amazing setting today. And I'm joined with by Alan Crumley with Williams True. And Alan, let's just start by telling us a little bit about where we're at today, because this is better than maybe the uh, stuffy office setting that I most make most people sit in. Uh, thank you, Chris, very much. Uh, we this is an extraordinary setting. We're just about 15 minutes from our Camp Bowie office, 15 minutes from downtown Fort Worth. Uh, the address is 321 Verna Trail North, just west of downtown Fort Worth. Um, this is a 63-acre property with uh, luxury residents, uh, a little over 7,000 square feet. Um, it does have an equine property attached to it, but if someone's not the equine enthusiast, they could just buy the property, just buy the house on its own. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's, I love it. I love the location, the proximity. And uh, it's it's a really special place. Yeah, it's it's absolutely beautiful. And I joked ahead of time before we started filming with Elizabeth McCoy that if it was just a degree warmer, you and I were just going <laughs> to sit right here and do it in the pool. But she said maybe that wouldn't get those number of likes that I thought it would. But we'll we'll stay in our chairs, I guess, for this session. So, so Alan, I always like to kind of start with with how uh, someone got into real estate because there's always such these unique paths that people get into this profession. So maybe just start with a little bit of your story about sure. you know how you got into real estate. Uh, I kind of feel like it was born and bred into me. I, I, I've only been at Williams True for coming in 12 years now, but this has been the only brokerage job I've ever, I've ever had. Yeah. Um, my mother has had her license. This will be her 50th year. So wow. I grew up, uh, she had first had her license at a brokerage called William Rigg, which was yeah. everybody knew around locally around here. And I grew up going to open houses uh, on the weekends and sitting in open houses with her, <laughs> uh, going out on showing sometimes, sitting in the car, uh, going to her office and, and helping, watching her look through the four inch thick MLS books, nice. thumbing through those to see, you know, to, to looking for clients. And, and uh, about, about 12 and a half years ago, my now wife said, I really think you need to go get your license. Interesting. And so I went, I had a meeting with Martha and Joan and Marshall, and I've known Martha my whole life just by virtue of being in Fort Worth and right. doing what my mother did. And uh, they said, go get your license and come right back. And so I did that as soon as possible. And <laughs> here we are. There's just some pretty uh, powerful influences there Very that encourage so, you on yeah. what to do. Very much so, yeah. That's great. Well, now you sell uh, all kinds of real estate from mm -hmm. city to out in the country to everything in between. Mm -hmm. But given the setting that we're in today, I thought we'd focus in a little bit kind of on your farm and ranch specialty and maybe talk a little bit about how that came about, how, how that specialty kind of came into your mm -hmm. career about you know, specializing a little bit in farm and ranch. Um, it's, it's, something, it's, it's something that has always been one of my passions. Uh, I really didn't get involved. My family's had a ranch for a long time now, okay. uh, probably over... 125 years now, and it wasn't something I was very involved in when I was at a young age, but then when I, when I got into high school, I really kind of found out that that was something I was really passionate about. I ended up training horses, I ended up day working on ranches, uh, and ended up leasing my own family's ranch and running cattle and uh, operating, having a cattle operation out there, and really that, was, that, that became a big passion of mine, right. um, and that was a big uh, factor in deciding to get my license was because I was so passionate about ranching um, and and uh, but clearly the uh, my my personal passions uh, lead to ranch rand and uh, land and ranch yeah and so, forth. so talk a little bit about maybe um, the, the clientele that are in farm and ranch I mean how maybe that differs than some other parts of real estate like mm -hmm. you know the typical buyer or seller that that's in that space and and how you have to kind of 
cater to that mm -hmm. versus maybe you know what we might consider the traditional residential home buyer right. seller. So much of what I do uh, is is not primary residence. You know, it's secondary properties. Okay. Uh, very very typically, they're secondary um, residential properties or their investment properties. Um, land has been such an incredible uh, uh, investment tool for people you know since since you know since the founding of the country yeah um, and values have grown and especially long term uh, it's such a prudent investment and I've helped and seen lots of people do very well in that market right. sector. Um, and so there so there's a different mindset you know people don't have to buy a ranch but they yeah. want to buy a ranch. Right. So is it a little bit of like you know sometimes when you're showing let's say you know a single family house you know and they just fall in love with it mm -hmm. instantly here they may fall in love with the property instantly, mm -hmm. even the residence that's on it. But there's the financial side of it too. Right. That you know, is this a wise investment? And, and that yes, seems to play absolutely. a pretty big role in it. Uh, but I will say, it is an emotional purchase, sure. also. You know, and 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 there's yeah. There's, so I'm ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah. If I, I know. get the loan, I'm ready. I'm be? in. Yeah. How can you not be? Yeah. But it's definitely an emotional purchase. People uh, people have very similar effects driving onto a property that they do walk into a house for the first time. Right. Uh, it's a gut feeling. Sometimes you just feel it. You hope the numbers work and they can make the purchase, but yeah. um, people will go onto a property and they will know very frequently right off it's, if it's going to be theirs or if yeah. it's not theirs. What about like market cycles? Does, does the farm and ranch space, does it go through cycles as well too? Or, or what kind of drives the, the market cycles of farm and ranch maybe versus, you know, more in-town residential? The... We're def uh, I think we're more immediately affected by economy. Because it's sometimes a secondary purchase. Exactly yeah. right, exactly right. You don't have to buy a ranch. Right. You have to buy a home. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it has its ups and downs. Um, I don't always subscribe to, this, the, the, um, to, this, to market cycles, to, to, you know, thinking this is a good time and this is a bad time. Yeah, absolutely. Especially over the course of a year, um, cycles on farm and ranch sales are very are, are unpredictable. Yeah. Um, sometimes it just takes that right buyer. Pro a property can be on the market for months yeah. uh, and be priced right and be priced at the value it should be. And still, sometimes you just have to wait for that right buyer. Because your, your pool that you're pulling from is, is, is much smaller. smaller. Yeah. yeah. And especially just like in residential, as the price goes up, that pool gets smaller. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what about so if so agents getting into the business that maybe have a passion similar to yours that you know, want to maybe learn more about farm and ranch. I mean, what's some advice you would give them? I mean, you grew up in it. Like, I mean, it's part of your soul <laughs> is, is this because you have that, that opportunity. For someone who's looking to get into it, like, you can't really just show up and say, I'm going to be a farm and ranch expert. I mean, you've got to really probably dig in and, and, and understand what it means to work with that type of clientele. Yeah, I, I think it takes some experiential. You, you could do it without much experience, but it's just going to take longer for you to, I think, for people to understand. But... Um, I think you have to have patience. Yeah. Um, I think you have to diversify a little bit if right. you can, because expecting to jump in the business and expecting to make a living right. exclusively in that market in, in, in that market space yeah. in farm and ranch can be challenging. Right. Um, so my advice would be to be prepared, um, to seek knowledge. Um, that was one thing I've no matter what it was. Uh, that's the great thing about Williams True is I had a huge resource, yeah. not only with the leadership, but my fellow agents. Yeah. So that was a big, you know, be with, go with a good company. Make right. sure you have those resources available because those resources will, will be very valuable for you. That's great advice. Um, one of the other things I, I love about what you do is you have a really nice 
social media presence. And so I thought we could touch on that just Thanks. a little bit because um, it's not that you don't just share listings, but you do come about it from a different angle. So um, maybe talk a little bit about what your thoughts are on effective use of social sure. media with, with real estate. I, I started out very intentionally uh, with the mindset that I needed to put my properties in front of people in social right. media all the time. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, I think what, one of the things that shaped my social media actually was a little bit of a culture, Williams True culture. I think as, as Williams True is, is a culture, we want to be more, uh, we want to be a resource to our clients. And, yeah. and if we could sell them a, a piece of property along the way, that's great too. And of course, that's how, that's the main focus of our brokerage. But um, I, on my Facebook page, I, I, I wanted to back off posting properties all the time. Yeah. I wanted to post some things that were kind of useful. And also, I kind of wanted to post things that I thought were enjoyable, that I saw, yeah. that I thought were fascinating. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes I look at uh, some social media feeds, and they just get a little bit boring and sure. repetitive. You know, yeah. I, you know, he's seen price reductions and new listings, and yep. that's all great. But, but some of the things that I find fascinating are, are the things I see in nature, a great architectural attribute, or you know, just something interesting and unique that you don't see everything right. uh, that you don't see every day. And um, I feel I'm very, very grateful for what I do that I get to make a living being outside and, and seeing the stuff. So uh, I'd like to, I, I, I always like to bring that to my social media. Yeah. You know, those those things, and and very typically they're things in nature. So you know flowers and fish and animals and you know trees and rivers and, and things like that. I think it's great. I mean, it's because to me, when I see what you post, it reminds me very much of like lifestyle selling mm -hmm. a little bit. Right. And um, uh, as a, again, it's not that you're not featuring the property too, but it's like you're kind of drawing people in almost with a tease. Like here's yeah. this property, but I'm just going to show you the bend in the river uh -huh. that you can see <clears> from somewhere on this property. And to me, that is such a neat way to draw someone in that I want to then go on my own investigate further into that mm -hmm. property as opposed to like, here's a laundry list of all the photos of it. That's what we do. Whenever, when, even if it's an investment, whenever you, people go to their property, whether it's a ranch or a farm, right. whether it's improved or unimproved, uh, I, I, I like to think that the first thing we do is we go there to decompress yeah. and we take a tour, uh, we go drive around and we want to go see that, that canyon or we want to go see what those wildflowers look like this yeah. week or we want to see what the creek's doing and, you know, and so... It is. It's a. It's. I want to. I want to. I want to share that. You know. I'm going to mention that property and where it is. But yeah. I want to show those little experiences yeah. um, that I have that yeah. I think that I think are what people are looking for. It very much reminds me of almost like a Pinterest board. And, and I would encourage everybody to to check out your Facebook page, both your personal and your professional one, and then Instagram as well. Thank you. Just to kind of get a taste for what Alan does, because I think it's something. Even if you are primarily selling within the city limits you can take elements of that and apply it to your own social media postings and I guarantee you'll see your engagement numbers evolve uh, because of doing that. You do a great job with Thank it. Thank you very much. Um, so maybe just finish on this. You've, you've touched a little bit on on being part of Williams True and the Ebby Holiday Companies and just maybe I, I was curious about you know you started your career here and, and kind of maybe what that what the company mm -hmm. has meant to you and on, on how you've grown over time. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's definitely unique um, and it's definitely through the changes um, that have happened with ownership that I've been there. Uh, one thing has remained constant. Um, we're very much a community. Yeah. We very much rely on each other. Um, anytime there's a need, whether it's personal or business, um, uh, there's always people there to help and support you. Yeah. Um, and especially uh, coming into the Abby Halliday family, where we've got a really 
I think, uh, industry leader in uh, giving new agents the knowledge and the tools that they have to begin. We didn't really have that with Williams True. What we had were resources, the old-fashioned resource. Sure. Hey, I need yeah. a, you know, what do you think about this issue? Um, and, and kind of pairing that up, I think, is, 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 is that educational resource that, that Evie, that foundation that Evie can provide um, with the resources of, of the agents and the leadership that we have at Williams True. Um, the culture, culture has always been very important at yeah. Williams True. Um, yeah. And it's always been a very close-knit uh, and unique. You know, I've, this is the only job, only brokerage I've ever been with, but through my almost 12 years now, and sharing some of the things that we do with our other peers outside of our brokerage, a lot of times they'll look and you go, oh, really, you guys do that too? And, you know, that's kind of neat to yeah. hear that we do things a little bit differently. And well, I think you said it perfectly when you said there's a sense of community there because, mm -hmm. you know, in our business we're, we're serving our communities, we're giving back to our communities, and then to have that home base within your brokerage that serves as your community as well too makes a huge difference. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're all very fortunate for that. Um, well, Alan, thanks for sharing this amazing property with us today. My pleasure. For taking some time to sit down with me. Um, I think everyone's super interested in those unique specialties within real estate, and so it was nice to kind of dig in a little deeper with you today, and uh, I hope this listing sells fast. But maybe <laughs> so maybe not I. too fast, because maybe when we come back and do the second one, we'll just do it right here again. But Summer's coming. Yeah, absolutely. We could yeah. do the second bedroom. Yeah. Elizabeth doesn't know what she's talking about. Everyone would love us <laughs> in the pool. So uh, anyway, everyone, thanks for tuning in to uh, Market Shapers. Um, we really appreciate your support, and chances are you'll be sitting in this chair really soon as well. So thanks so very much, Alan. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Everyone, thank you.